Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey IAs, welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. Uh, Today, what I want to talk to you about is the claim process. What happens start to finish in the process of a claim? And really, there's 10 big steps we're going to talk about. But then after I talk about kind of the overview of what those steps are in the claim, I want to zoom in to like, what is our role as an independent adjuster and appraiser? And now one of the first questions you might be having if you haven't heard us address it on the podcast before is what's the difference between an adjuster and appraiser? So I want to get that out of the way right now because I'm going to use the terms interchangeably in this episode. Uh, But basically an appraiser, especially an independent appraiser, writes the estimate and an independent adjuster can do the same role, but they also write the check. So an appraiser writes the estimate, an adjuster writes the check. Now, moving forward, I'm kind of going to be using those things interchangeably, um, but just understand that moving forward so you're not hung up on what's the difference, Chris. Uh, I can't even focus on what you're talking about because I'm just so stuck on that question. All right, so now let's go over high view, big picture. What are the 10 steps of an auto damage claim? Step number one is a loss occurs. Somebody backs into each other at Walmart or hail falls from the sky and just smashes windows on the car, damages the hood, whatever. Or a deer runs out in front of someone and they hit the front of the vehicle, right? All of those are different types of losses. Damage has occurred. Someone's stolen a vehicle. Doesn't matter. But a loss has occurred. And now, once the owner decides, I need to file this with an insurance company, whether it's theirs or somebody else who hit them, they need to call in and report it, right? And that report is step two of the claim process. And that's where a claim is filed. It's also known as, in our tech insurance jargon, is FNOL, or First Notice of Loss. So when you call in and you file a claim, you're talking to somebody on the other side, represented by the insurance company, giving them all the details of what happened, who you are, what's your vehicle, where's the damage, where's the vehicle now, etc. And that is referred to as the first notice of loss. It's the first time the insurance company has been notified that a loss has occurred and that they may be responsible for this claim. Okay, and at that point, they go, okay. I need to assign an adjuster. And this is where independence can or cannot come into play. Uh, an insurance company can assign that adjuster uh, to an, as an adjuster to an in-house person inside of their company, someone who works for them, who's on salary for them. Um, but if they decide that, no, we don't have someone in that area to go inspect this vehicle, um, or they assign it to one of their in-house adjusters, 
and they want someone, an appraiser, to go write that estimate in the field for them, even though they have an adjuster who's going to write the check in-house, then they assign that claim to an IA firm, an independent adjusting or appraisal firm. And really the only difference is, is the adjusting company or in the independent going to write the check at the end of the day? Or is that going to come back in-house to the insurance company for a final decision and whether they write that check or not? And so that's really the big difference between an adjusting firm and an appraisal firm. And so now that it's been assigned to an IA firm, that IA firm, that's step three, uh, is once that uh, IA firm has been assigned. That's step three. Great. Now it's at SCA or ACD or Sedgwick or the best claim solutions. Whoever has received that claim from the insurance carrier now has to dispatch that to an IA. And so that, that's, that's all together step three. The IA firm is assigned. Now, when that IA firm assigns it to an adjuster, an IA, now that's what I call step four. That's where an IA receives a claim. And that's usually an email. And sometimes it's followed by a phone call. But step four is you get a claim and you've got to review the file, make sure um, that you're going to be able to handle this file. And then step five is to call the owner and schedule an appointment. And that's pretty straightforward. But step six then is an IA must inspect the vehicle. A lot goes into that. We're going to talk about that more in a minute. Um, but then step seven is once the vehicle is inspected, the IA has to write the estimate. And more and more we're seeing where uh, an appraiser or an adjuster will go into the field, will take the photos, write a, what we call a scope, the notes of the damage, and then send that off to somebody else to write the estimate. That's why I like to break this up. It doesn't always happen at the same location at the same time, and it's not even always done by the same person. So step seven is the IA writes an estimate, and then they submit that claim over, and QC, quality control, at the IA firm, reviews that file and says, okay, we're responsible for this file. The insurance company hired us to make sure this file was handled correctly, and they want to make sure that we followed all the guidelines. We did everything they promised the insurance carrier they would do. And then once they approve it, that's step eight. QC approves. And at that point, it's sent over to the insurance company. As long as they agree with that approval process and there is coverage, they issue the check to the owner. At that point in a claim, the owner decides, hey, I want to get this vehicle fixed. And that is step nine. Owner chooses a shop to get it fixed. Um, once the shop gets the vehicle in, uh, we kind of know what happens if you've ever handled a field claim. Yeah, 90% of the time we're going to have a supplement. And a supplement doesn't mean you wrote a bad estimate. It just simply means the shop found additional items or services that are needed to restore that vehicle back to pre-loss, way back before number one, right? Condition. They want that's number 10 is now there's a supplement and the IA has to handle that supplement. Once the IA, that's us, inspects that vehicle or inspects the documents and photos to confirm that that supplement is indeed needed to fix the vehicle, you know, then that that secondary check uh, kind of gets sent off um, by the inside adjuster and the repair can be completed. And so now we've gone the whole cycle of what is the claim process on an auto damage claim. Uh, but I want to kind of uh, give you a, a recap of that real fast and then go into what is our role specifically and go more in detail about that. So those 10 steps of an auto damage claim are one, loss occurs, two, 
The claim is filed. F-N-O-L is the fancy term for it. Three, IA firm is assigned. Four, an IA is assigned and receives an email. Number five, the IA calls the owner and schedules an appointment. Number six, the IA inspects the vehicle. Number seven, the IA writes an estimate. Number eight, QC approves. Number nine, the owner chooses a shop. And then number 10, the IA handles the supplement. And at that point, the repair can be completed. So that's the 10 steps to an auto damage claim. Now let's talk about what is our job specifically. Let's zoom in a little bit because that's a big process. That could be done in like two days. Or that could be done in two months, sometimes longer, right? That is a big process. We just kind of recap like it was no big deal. Um, but let's talk more in detail about our role. So once that IA firm has assigned a claim to us, I think it was uh, that was step four, we received the claim. That's kind of where we step in. Now, this is where our role begins. And so we're going to go through three different phases. And this is one of our uh, paths, if you will, the auto damage claim path and, and what our role is inside of it. Um, but phase one is we have to schedule the claim. Phase two is we have to complete the inspection and, and an estimate. And phase three is the supplement process. So the first phase, though, is as soon as you get a claim assigned to you, you want to confirm that claim is in your coverage area, that you can handle it, that it's, you know, if you're only handling standard auto and you're uncomfortable looking at heavy equipment, that it's a type of claim that you're willing to complete. You have to confirm all of that. Sometimes I remember receiving a claim <clears throat> and it would be, I was in Colorado and they just for some reason forgot I was in Colorado and they would send me a claim in North Carolina. And so they would be sending me a claim that's literally on the other side of the country. And I would have to review it to make sure that it was in my coverage area. And once I looked at the notes, I could see like, ah, oh, no, they must think I'm still in North Carolina and have to reject that file and let them know I'm not in that area. Uh, so the next step, number two of our role is we need to schedule the appointment with the owner. We need to make that phone call. We need to get an appointment date and time set. And then once we've done that, we need to status the file. Statusing is just a fancy word for send a note or a message to the insurance company and the IA firm. So usually that's within a claims portal. Once you've got an appointment set, it's imperative that you status the file right away and let them know, got an appointment scheduled for Thursday, 2 p.m. Bloop, done, right? That is a status, an update to the IA firm. And then at that point, you have one more step before you can actually go inspect the vehicle is you need to organize your day. And so we are not just handling one claim. If you're handling one claim a day, you're probably not profitable enough to do this long term. If you're doing it just starting out, you might only be handling one claim a day. And that's great. But for the veterans in the room, you know that you got to organize your day. You've got to make sure that that appointment you set up works with your other appointments and that you've got everything, all your ducks in a row, all the tow yards called, everything you got to do organized, and then you're ready to inspect that claim. Um, and at that point, we move into phase two of this auto damage claim path, which is uh, the inspection. Now we can now inspect this vehicle. Let's go do an inspection. And at that point, when you show up for an inspection, the very first thing you need to do is have a conversation with the owner or if it's at a shop or a tow yard with them. Um, and having that conversation is so important for many reasons. We've talked about that before on the podcast, but you've got to, you know, hear the owner's story. 
and you can get a lot of details about the claim and understand what happened to this vehicle simply through having a conversation with the owner. So that conversation is super important uh, for a lot of different reasons to get any questions answered, for customer service, for empathy, all those things that we have to do as an IA. But that conversation uh, needs to take place first. The next thing you do once you've had that conversation is the next step of the inspection phase, which is your photos. You want to get all your photos. If you do nothing else outside of talking to the owner and get the photos, that is a huge part of this job. Your photos are literally what everything else in the claim is judged by. You cannot write an estimate for just whatever you want. You must justify it with photos. You can write an appraisal report that this and that and the other thing are needed. But if you don't have photos documenting it, most insurance carriers and IA firms are not going to approve it. So you need to get your photos next. Once you've gotten your photos, and that includes damage photos, your four corners, your your VIN, uh, the interior shots, the engine, and all those things, um, any total loss photo requirements, you got to get your measurement photo. Um, you can then start to take notes on the vehicle. And the veterans in the room are like, no, Chris, I do it at the same time. Well, for everybody else in the room who doesn't already have a process and is listening to us for a process, promise you, take your photos first. Get those all done. Make sure you got them all done and then move on to taking notes. So what ends up happening for me anyways is I would try to mix the two and I would miss a photo or I'd miss damages and something critical to where I couldn't complete the claim and have to go reinspect the vehicle. So I learned early on in my career, I need to get all my photos first, make sure that's good and tight and done. Then I can move on to scoping the damage or writing notes about the damage. And so that's that next step is taking notes, writing down what is damaged, what you believe needs to be done to fix that back to pre-loss condition. And you can do that on a scope sheet, you can do it in your phone, um, you can uh, you know, use our iPass scope sheet or just a blank piece of paper, just writing chicken scratch, right? Whatever it is. Those are your scope notes. And why your scope notes are important and what we teach at IAPATH is that is, if done properly, that is your inputs into your estimating software when you go sit down to write an estimate. If you write down the front bumper cover needs replaced, that is what you have to do inside of the estimating software. You don't have to guess at what you need to do inside estimating software if you get your scope notes right getting off my podium here, stepping off the the, the, the seat uh, and coming down and we'll leave that one as it is because I could talk a whole episode just on that. But once you've got your scope notes, it is now time to write your estimate if you're the one writing the estimate, assuming. So now you're going to take that those directions you gave yourself, your scope sheet, and input that into CCC1, Mitchell, whatever the insurance carrier is requiring. For most, it's going to be CCC1. You're going to write that estimate up and you're going to complete it, export a PDF, export the files, all those fun things we have to do. And you're going to gather any other documents that you need or fill out any other documents that are required, like a total loss form, writing your appraisal report. And you're then going to upload that to the IA firm. And at that point, your claim's complete. You're done, right? In theory, you're done in theory until the shop submits a supplement, which takes us into phase three. Now, in phase three, the very first thing you need to do once you've received a supplement is to review slash inspect the supplement. A lot of times you can 
pull up a supplement from a shop and in a few moments know whether you're going to need to re-inspect this vehicle or not. Um, you know, if it's something small like, hey, we just had a price change from $200 to $240, you can get that approved really easily without re-inspecting it. But if you wrote a $200 estimate and now it's at $20,000, you need to re-inspect that claim. Um, you've got to go make sure that what is being asked of makes sense and that is in line with what you wrote earlier. Um, and if you made a big mistake, hey, no big deal, but now you can address it. So just reviewing it first before you go inspect it is really important and then completing that inspection. Once you've completed it, it's really the same process um, as the initial inspection. You're going there, you take photos, um, you're talking with the shop, uh, you're writing notes, and then you're going to write a supplement, which is an additional estimate on top of your original estimate. So if you wrote a $200 estimate for just a headlight, and now you got to go back and add 20 other items, well, that is a supplement and add-on to that original estimate to make sure the shop gets paid what they need to so they can fix, fix the vehicle properly. And then at that point, once you've written the supplement up, you're doing all those same things, you're exporting, you're printing a PDF, then you're going to gather all the documents. You're going to write a new appraisal report. You're going to get the uh, supplement from the shop, uh, their request, basically, saying, hey, this is what was requested. Here's my estimate or supplement that I've completed. Here's any other documents that are required, photos from the shop of the vehicle in process, whatever's needed on that one, and then upload it all to the IA firm. At that point, the supplement's complete, assuming there's only one supplement or this was the fourth supplement and you're completed now. Now the vehicle, uh, it can actually be repaired and you're done. Um, but that is the process we go through on every single claim. And the supplement process is just kind of a duplicate of phase two. It's really the same thing just at a shop, just dealing with additional items rather than our initial estimate. And now a lot of this might sound really overwhelming to you and a visual might help a lot. So we have a visual for you. You can check the show notes. Um, you can. It doesn't cost anything, but you can just head to uh, that link in the show notes and then you'll be able to see what I'm talking about, what I'm describing here to you uh, to make sure that you can follow along. But if you need help learning how to do all of this, if you're like, I don't understand how to organize my day, I don't know how to write scope notes. I don't know how to take photos, whatever. That's what we do at IAPath. We really help you learn how to do the job and then introduce you to companies who want people who know how to do the job. And so that is our role in this is that we teach you how to do it. We verify you know how to do it and we certify uh, and introduce you to IA firms. And so if you're interested in that, you can head to iapath.com, join our auto damage certification program. And then at that point, we will work with you until you are ready to go and then help you get work uh, once you're certified. All right, I hope this has helped you. Let's recap the steps of the auto damage claim path and what your role is on an auto damage claim. One, it's confirm that you can handle the, this claim. Two, you schedule a claim. Three, you status the file. Four, you organize your day. Five, you have a conversation with the owner. Six, you take photos of the vehicle. Seven, you write a scope sheet or your scope notes. Three, you write in, I'm sorry, three. Goodness, listen to me. <laughs> I think we're high. What, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven scope. Eight, you're going to write an estimate. Uh, nine, 
You're going to gather all your documents and create your, um, complete your appraisal report. 10, you're going to upload to the IA firm. 11, you're going to review and inspect the supplement once you've received one. Your uh, number 12 is you're going to write that supplement up in CCC1 in the estimating software. Uh, 13, you're going to gather all your documents, complete your supplemental appraisal report, get everything from the shop, invoices, all that fun stuff. Uh, and then lastly, you're going to upload that supplement back to the IA firm. And that's the claim process over and over and over. And you can use this uh, this path, this visual as a checklist for you on a claim. If you're like, I'm a little overwhelmed where I'm at, what's the process? Your first few claims, it is overwhelming often, but it's really not complicated if you can see the steps and kind of follow it as a roadmap. All right, check the link and uh, get the visual downloaded. I hope it helps. If you have any questions, feel free to email me, chris at iapath.com. Till next week, keep walking your path and claiming your life. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven-part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.